This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're continuing our nerdy month by discussing... Wait, you've never seen Revenge of the Nerds? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, just the... Just like the worst version of male fantasy. A pure id. So, before we get into all of that wonderfulness... Sorry. There's a few trigger warnings um, for voyeurism... And for sexual assault, such as tricking a woman into thinking she's having sex with her boyfriend, which was disturbing. But and she then was they all, make it that. Oh, that was wonderful. Right. Like, he just he assaulted you. Assaulted you, but she's fine with it, so it's good. It's fine. And then. It's there, not fine. It was hard. I'm, I'm sorry, but it was hard to write down every single offensive thing. I'm so sorry. That they said I, in this. So as it went please, on, I'm like, I felt bad. I felt bad for picking this movie, frankly. So please just be aware that like every other sentence, just take it as a general warning. It's just offensive. There's like homophobia. There's all kinds of things, right? Oh yeah, all anything kinds of you could terrible stuff. Yeah. So, are there any Nazis in this movie? There's no Nazis. No, though. there's no Nazis. <laughs> what movie did we just watch that the Klan unexpectedly showed up? Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, that's right. Oh my God. Just like the Blues Brothers, you don't expect Nazis to show up. Jane, Sound- Silent Bob, I did not expect the Klan to show up. Sound of Music. The Sound of Music is a little more expected, but anyway. In a movie where there's yodely, 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 hoo-hoo, that wasn't very good. You can edit all that out. Okay. Good. I, I might not. Good luck. <laughs> good luck, pal. Okay. So what three things did you expect from this movie? I expected revenge. Yes. I expected nerds. You're not trying anymore. And I expected teen sex. Okay. Okay. Uh, did you expect to like this movie? Um, I think, or I thought the, the girls slash women in this movie will mostly be sex objects, so I probably won't like it too much. I gave it 2.5 stars. Uh, Okay, so I forgot what my TV guide. Um, I'm trying not to read it, but oh man! So, what is your one sentence TV guide summary? A group of nerds create a magical potion that turns them <laughs> into the superstars of their high school. Adios, jocks, and hello, cheerleaders. I mean, that would have been nicer. <laughs> That would have been a better way to go. So, Revenge of the Nerds from 1984, rated R, comedy, 90 minutes. A merciful 90 minutes. Oh my god, if it had been any longer, I would have jumped ship. Yes, yes. Thank the god of your choice. (laughs) That they figured out in 1984 that a comedy needs to be... You have 90 minutes to make me laugh. So, the summary from IMDb is... at. Adams College, a group of bullied outcasts and misfits resolve to fight back for their peace and self-respect. 
This is such bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's about their peace and self-respect, and they went around and did horrible things? Yes. Yeah, <sighs> I... Yeah, no. So, revenge, check. Yep. Nerds, check. I'm doing the hand motion, but our audience can't see it. Thank you. Teen sex, check. So it met all of my expectations, but I did not like it at all. So. But I'm obviously not the target audience for a movie of this caliber. No, it was in fact a. <laughs> it was in fact a, you know, a male. I I somehow forgot about the male fantasy aspect. You know. Mm-hmm. The worst part of your, your unbridled psyche aspect of being a, teenage boy. Mm-hmm. So, has your rating changed? I'm sure it has. Negative what? I gave it one star. All right, well. Now, okay, why didn't you give it zero star? Or, you know, negative star? We, we've been playing around with fractions of stars. Why one? Well, I didn't give it zero stars because I gave the room point zero 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 one stars, <laughs> and it felt unfair to give this a lower rating than the room. Because at least it was a... As movie making goes, is is at least a competent try, right? <laughs> um, but I I also gave Beetlejuice a one, and I feel like this is kind of on par with Beetlejuice yes. in my in my distaste for it. Um, so that's why I gave it a one. I see. And I'm not trying to say people who like this movie, you know, are terrible people. It's just this was definitely not my cup of tea, and I. I realize that. I understand. As a nerd myself, I, I, uh, I still, I'm, I'm, yeah. Anyway, we'll get, we'll get to, we'll get to how I think about it now, <clears throat> in a little bit. So, um, it was basically just, and see, I didn't, I wasn't in a sorority when I was in college, and I didn't, I didn't go to a whole lot of parties, so I'm not sure how this holds up to actual fraternities. And their participants and their parties and whatnot, but this seemed like typical frat boy nonsense that you would see in the movies, like right. beating up on you know people smaller than them, drinking a lot, um, sexing on their sister sorority chicks. Yeah. Um. So it was just. It was a lot, and I'm sure this was maybe one of the first movies that did this, but it was a lot of the tropes that you associate with, like, college-type movies, I think. Like a coming-of-age college, mm-hmm. first-year college kind of thing. Yep. But I do have a question. <clears throat> yes, so, ma'am. Babyface Anthony Edwards... Um, I, I don't understand how he was able to go on to be a doctor after... <laughs> evidently, all of his, like, you know breaking in and illegally filming women naked never came out. We we should say Anthony Edwards later played a doctor on ER. He wasn't really a doctor? No, he wasn't. <laughs> okay. Dr. Green, I think, was his name. He had that four-year death scene in ER, remember? Something, yeah. Jeez, that was depressing. I think I stopped watching once. Um, Jul- Juliet? No. Juliana Margulies? Yes, thank wow, you. Wow, where did that come from? <laughs> um, so anyway, Babyface Anthony Edwards playing Gilbert 
and his friend Lewis. They were showing them as, oh my god, they're so weak. But at the very beginning of the movie, mm. oh, they're so weak, they can't do this. But then they carry their trunks halfway across the campus. They're supposed to be smart, right? Wouldn't they go find, like, a cart or something? Or have their dad, who was billed, by the way, as Jamie Cromwell and not James Cromwell. Or better known to you and I as Zephram Cochran. From First Contact, yes. A Star Trek movie. Um... Why not have him drive up to your actual flipping dorm? Because <laughs> we won't have that scenic... Yeah, you're right. That thing was clearly empty. Like... Right. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a good way to, to illustrate how weak they were. <laughs> it was not. Um, so something I, I did like about it until after I thought about it for a little bit is... Mm. Um, so I can't remember the nerd the nerd fraternity they formed what the name of it was oh well they joined up with that uh that black fraternity right try try delta try delts right so their sister sorority was the omega moose and the omega moose were surprisingly diverse crowd like there were white women black women i think there were asian women there might I don't know if there were any Latina women, but they were like tall, they were short, they were fat, they were skinny. But wasn't that But okay. if you will let me weave my tail. I will <laughs> Until I realized that it's they have all of these different types of people because they're all they're not the perfect woman like in the other sorority where they're all blonde and thin and big boobs. It's they were, like they here get are in. the cast offs that nobody wants. Exactly. So, we're going to put them in this. So, like, I liked them. The Omega Moose. Muse? Moose. Moose, because it's a cow joke. Right. Some of them are big ladies. Um, So, I liked them as a concept, but I didn't like them as the butt of jokes, I guess. Well, was it Gilbert does form... One of them forms, like, a real relationship with one of them. The the girl who later plays uh, Jordan in Real Genius. I don't know. Did you see Real Genius? I don't think so. We Wait, should t- <laughs> you've never seen Real Genius? We should tell our audience we watched this about two weeks ago, and I didn't like it, so I, I don't remember most of it. No, it's okay. But, but anyway, it's not like... I don't. It's it's not like they were just there. The Omega Moves were just there as a joke. Like one of the. Oh, I see. There was also a love interest aspect. I'm remembering what you're talking about now. Yes. Gilbert does kind of fall for this one. And then, was it Lewis that ended up with the cheerleader after he sexually assaulted her? Yeah. Yeah. She's so, like, I can't believe it. I'm with a nerd. Right. So basically, what happened is they they were in their fraternity cowls for some reason, or was it a costume party? Anyway, he had a hood over his head. Oh, oh a um, mask. That's what it was. Yeah, it was like one of those fundraising things, and there was a kissing booth, and there was a... They're dressed up for different skits and whatnot, I think. That's right. It's kind of unclear exactly why oh, he's wearing that mask. They're competing in the... In the 
there's a competition for who will be the president of the Greek society. Right, And so right. they're each in little teams, um, fraternity, sorority, like, connected, mm-hmm. like, their companion groups or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the nerd steals the main frat jock guy's um, mask, puts it on, and yeah. goes back to meet um, the frat jock guy's um, girlfriend in the House of Mirrors. Yeah. Well, they do it on the moon later, but yeah. Oh, right. Um, so she thinks it's frat jock guy. Blonde, blonde jerk-off guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... And after we saw that scene, I think I told you it was basically like that scene in Halloween where, um, uh, what's her name? Not, uh, of course not Lori and not Annie, the other friend, the blonde bubbly one. Oh, right. She's like totally banging her boyfriend, which means she has to die. And (laughs) so Michael Myers puts on a sheet. And comes in. He's wearing the boyfriend's glasses mm. over the sheet, so it looks as, like it's as the, he was right as the boyfriend was. Yeah. It looks like the boyfriend has come back in in the sheet, and she's like, "Ha ha ha! Where's my beer? You know, let's get back to doing it." And then, bam, she gets killed because it's Michael Myers. So this, mm. I mean, obviously the nerd didn't or Lewis didn't kill. Um, I think her name was Betty. Yeah, that sounds right. Um. Mm-hmm. Lewis didn't kill Betty, but he still wore a mask to trick her into banging him. So that's just not cool. And then it really made me mad that she was like, oh my god, I enjoyed it so much. And now I'm going to run away and be with a nerd. Like, don't do that. Do better, Betty. Yes. Do Better Betty is another podcast that we're starting. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So... You probably don't. Do you have much more to say about this terrible movie? I don't. I mean, so I that's couple, really it. Okay. So I have a couple of things. Um, so it's live action. It's. I think we take live action more seriously than we would if this was a cartoon. Uh-huh. Like, uh huh. Like hand drawn or now, you know, CGI flash cartoon, whatever you, you know. Mm-hmm. We would take it probably less seriously the way, like, you, you you might get less offended by things that happen in Archer. Right. A cartoon Right, because show when about you re- whack somebody upside the head, they're not going to die, probably. Yeah, there wouldn't be an accident where some... Or, you know, if someone is in a sexual situation in Archer, it's two people isolated in different sound booths that are making sound exactly you don't have an opportunity or a chance for something to maybe really like go sideways like mm-hmm. if it's not live action but they do not that i'm trying to defend this movie but i'm i guess i think what they're trying to do is say here's a big cartoon of a movie there's literally like it's a cartoon plot like the plot is very like unrealistic and cartoony, mm-hmm. you know. the The house burns down, so the frat boys have to leave. Like that's such a cartoon idea. There's literal cartoon sounds when someone oh, gets yeah. hit. <laughs> See, as you're saying all of this, like the whole movie is coming back to me now. Where I'm like, oh yeah, so they had to sit, sleep in the gym because the frat guys 
house burned down, so they took over the freshman dorm, and that's how the whole revenge thing comes into play, is, like, they kicked them out of their own dorm. Right. Which is supposed to justify, like, sexual assault, I guess. Right. And planting... Oh my god, I forgot about this part. I mean, I remembered the part about planting the video uh, the video cameras in the sorority house with all the blonde cheerleaders, mm-hmm. which is really sh- <laughs> and voyeuristic. But also, they took one of the pictures of Betty and put them at the bottom of a pie tin. Oh, right. I forgot about that. And it was just whipped cream. It wasn't even real pie. It wasn't a pie, yeah. Because everybody wanted to buy it because then they get a naked they- picture of Betty. Like a topless picture. Which is like a revenge porn kind of situation. Yeah, I... I mean, this is a different conversation for a different time, but um, I was... I saw a couple of articles last week that was like, it shouldn't be called revenge porn. Um, it should be called, like, malicious... Um, malicious disclosure of personal materials or something because revenge porn implies that she was making porn well not just that but that she did something that deserves revenge like no she probably was just i mean not every woman is you know great and wonderful and does everything you know super nicely but you know if you break up with somebody as a woman and because of that, just because you break up with them, they release these, um, you know, nude pictures. What else has she done besides just break up with him? Like, if she released his nude pictures and he's like, well, I'm going to release yours. Now, that's a whole other story and a whole other crime. And I don't want to get into the legalities of that. Okay. But just as simple, <clears throat> I'm not interested. Go away and leave me alone. Then you do that, like, that's not really revenge porn so much as just, there was a specific term that they used that, like, Kamala Harris or Elizabeth Warren or somebody used, malicious something. Non-consensual pornography, that's not what you're talking about, but... That's, I mean, that's more accurate, is if you're releasing them without consent. Which is, in this particular case, if you're taking clandestine photos of a girl and then distributing them for pay. Right, that's, that's definitely non-consensual. That's the definite that sounds like a definition of non-consensual. Non-con- non-consensual pornography. pornography. Yeah, so that's what I mean by I say there was just there was offensive stuff everywhere and it was just impossible to keep track of it all and still pay attention to the movie and I'm not saying that to be a smart <laughs> It really, it really was like that. Absolutely. Let's see. Do you have more stuff before we go to the Bechtel test? Let's move on. So do you think it passed the Bechtel test? There's no way. That is correct. There are three named female characters. Betty Childs. <clears throat> uh, Judy, who I think was um, Babyface Anthony Edwards' girlfriend or love interest. Jordan from... Real genius, but yes. <laughs> and Susie, I think, was one of Judy's friends. I don't know. No, she may have been one of Betty's friends. But they never talked to each other. Right. So we have, we have the first step, but not the other two steps. Fail. So, <laughs> has your opinion changed since the last time you've seen it, or the first time you saw it? Or I, I mean, I saw this probably when I was a teenager, and all I was probably thinking was, 
Oh my gosh, there's all this nudity. This is such a great movie. <laughs> so what I'll you're telling totally me is honest with you. you were the target audience for this movie. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so glad it informed like decades of sexuality to come. I'm so sorry for your luck <laughs> you're with me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, it's it's um it's a it's a pretty weird way. I mean, there's different ways to like show teenage boys, you know, boobs in movies. Like, I don't think it needed to have been this way. Because this is, like, to me, it's one of those quintessential, like, um, uh, uh, booby school six movies, if you will. Like, they make a million of these movies where it's all just an excuse for seeing, like, naked naked girls. So something you might find on Cinemax at... 2 a.m. No, not like that. What I mean is like uh, movies that you can see in the theater, like the the slasher pictures, uh-huh. Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and then there's like the teen movie, like Porky's, um, of course, Revenge of the Nerds. I think Police Academy to a certain extent has some some nudity in it as well. I haven't some seen of Police them. Academy. I'm not going to invoke the title of our show again. <laughs> but yeah. I think I have seen Porky's. Porky's was weird too, and I think Nazis show up or some white supremacist what group. Is people's, Why do we have. What is people's fascination with white supremacists and Nazis? Ignore them. Is it laziness? Ignore them or well, punch yeah. them. Well. <laughs> Ignore them so they don't get a platform or punch them when they do have a platform. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like a lazy way to have a an evil like you need a you need a villain in your movie. So the lazy way to do it is to have Nazis and white supremacists and the Klan show up. But you repeat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there wasn't a whole lot of pop. Actually, there was zero pop culture references that I now understand from this movie. (laughs) Like, I've heard people say, oh, this is a Revenge of the Nerds type situation, and now I don't really see how that would apply anywhere. Yeah. Um, But maybe that's just me, and maybe I just don't... Maybe I'm still just oblivious to the references because I didn't like the movie. I don't know. It's okay. How would this movie be different with today's technology? Social media would change, it wouldn't change this movie in the core concept, but I'm thinking like um, online bullying, or you put those nude pictures on Twitter or wherever, and it's not just the school seeing it, it's millions of people across the entire globe are going to see your boobs on Twitter. Like, that's not so. I don't want anyone to see my boobs. Well. Okay, fine. See how it is. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think the premise would change. I mean, speaking from what I heard when I was in college, like a lot of our fraternities were um, on probation, or I think a couple of them got uh, expelled or suspended because they really? had, they had underage drinking incidents where people would end up in the hospital. I think one kid died. Like. Um, mm. So that stuff still does go on. I don't think the the general premise of the story would change. I just yeah. think the method of the torment would change. Yeah, I, I went to that's an that's an interesting point. 
I went to an art school where it was just all nerds and there was no one to get revenge on. Like, there's <laughs> there's no one to upset us on what? which to exact revenge because we're all nerds. What if someone steals your paintbrushes or something? I mean, that, ha- that happens. And you just, you don't get revenge by stealing their paintbrushes? Well, no, you report them to the dean and then they get... Um, Expelled from. It's funny. They would really get expelled for stealing paintbrushes. It's funny you picked that exact thing. I had. I'm not going to be specific about this, but it's funny you mentioned that because there's a person who I don't like very much who got caught stealing paintbrushes and was threatened. That was. He was going to get thrown out of school, and he really should have. Hmm. Because I think stealing... They must be pretty expensive, huh? I think stealing is a pretty... Lo- oh, like sa- sable brushes? Forget oh, it. sable brushes are really expensive, huh? Yeah, and these are like... I mean, this is like... We're talking about oil painting. We're talking about big, big brushes, too. Like s- big sable brushes. Even sable mix brush. Mm-hmm. It, th- this is boring to anyone but me. Um, but yeah, they're pretty... Exp- they can be very expensive. I think some art people listen to our show. Like, if you look at the price list for brushes, like, the most expensive one, uh, like, for a three-inch brush that has sable in it, it might be over a hundred, over $100 for one brush, and you need... Man. You need... You'll need many, many brushes. You'll need a dozen brushes or so. That's like... We're getting on a total sidetrack. Yes, so, my first... My first year in college was actually on a music scholarship, although that's not what I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was in the bands because I'm a band nerd. And but you had to buy. I was in the percussion section. You had to buy your own mallets. So you had to get soft mallets for the marimba, and you had to get hard mallets for um, like the uh, metal. Uh, not a xylophone. They just call them bells. Yeah. Um, then you had to get specific ones for timpani, and then you had like you <clears> had <throat> to buy all your own stuff. I didn't realize that. Yep. Like it, does, it doesn't just come with, with like a, would like the cellist have to get their own bow? Is it that kind of thing? Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, those things were flipping expensive. I probably still have them around here somewhere. Hmm. Saves because they cost me an arm and a leg. That might be ableist. They cost me a pretty penny. How about that? So, do you have any ideas on how it would be different with today's technology? So, I think that they wouldn't have to break into the girls' sorority to put up cameras. They can just nerd their way into their iPhones. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be boring. I mean, story-wise, it would be boring because we've seen that already. But, you know, maybe they could somehow take control of their camera their webcam the camera of every so yeah Matt, i mean visually speaking like forget about the 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 ethical aspect i mean we'll remember the uh, the ethical and moral Setting implications of this that, yeah but there you saw you've seen the the bat um the christopher nolan batman movies i have not i might have seen the first one okay the dark knight right wait no batman begins Batman Begins is the first of the. I Nolan. might have seen that one. So the one with the Joker. Oh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, the one with Heath Ledger. Oh my God, you do such a good Joker Halloween costume. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Audience, it is so good. It is actually terrifying. Like I, 
I put I, it on. I put it on, and uh, I have this purple. I just happen to have like this purple suit jacket that I wear to work sometimes, which is funny. But um, I had it on on Halloween once when I lived in Ohio, and I was turning around. I was turning around, um, waiting for trick or treaters on Halloween night, and I was like moving some things around to make it comfortable to be out on the porch. And these kids come up. And I'm dressed like as, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker. And I went, hello, boys. <laughs> and I'm not joking. One of them ran away. <laughs> there were about eight. Well, see, I think the the year you were, the Halloween you were in Cleveland before you moved down here, I think you called me maybe before that happened. <laughs> and I'm like, because normally we would FaceTime. And I'm like, no, I can't FaceTime with you right now. You look too creepy. <laughs> anyway, we got side. Tra- We've been sidetracked this whole episode. So about the Christopher Nolan movies. Okay. Anyway, th- this is the plot point that just has to be ruined for you in the the Joker, the Joker Christopher Nolan Batman. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where um, Bruce Wayne figures out how to gain control over every smartphone in Gotham. Mm-hmm. So there's this big screen set up, enormous screen with every with little thumbnails of everything going on. Like in the Terminator movie we just watched. Yes. yes. Okay, we Dark just saw Fate. Terminator Dark Fate. So we can't well this comes out in a couple of weeks. But there is a similar scene where they're at the border patrol and the new Terminator yes. just plugs right in and can see everything. Right. I'm with you. Gotcha. So anyway, wow, this is we came a long way to just say that's how they would see boobs. <laughs> they would call the Terminator. Like some of the, <laughs> some of the some of the sorority phones would just be like, Ermagerd, here we are drinking. Ah. <laughs> I'm holding my phone in the selfie position, by yes, the way, like yes. getting close to Virginia, like. Ah, ah, oh my god. Oh my god, I look so bad. Meanwhile, it's like the best picture she's ever right, taken. Right. It's that kind of thing. Some of them are like that, but then there's like, you know, boobs, there's sex, there's all kinds of, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of little thumbnails happening in every girl's, you know, night. I gotcha. One right after the other. And then they can like blow up the ones that are the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Like they were able to sort of go between. Anyway, you asked me what. I didn't really want to focus on that part, but that's <laughs> what they could have done. See, see where my mind goes. Well, I mean, it's it's not scary that your mind goes there, but it's scary that that is something that can happen. Oh yeah. I mean, we do need to be aware. I mean, the of hacked, our security. The hacked iCloud stuff, all that you mm-hmm. know, is a, is a real possibility, and has happened to you know famous people. Yes. Do you have anything else to discuss? So, I was bullied by uh, jerk-offs at uh, St. Francis de Sales School in Parma, Ohio. It's no longer there. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, none of them ever saw me, though, from a distance. Wait, what? None of them ever saw let, me. L- l- let me weave my tail. Sorry. sorry. I'm weaving con- a tail. Please continue. None of, a, none of these bullies saw me at a distance and shook with anger and yelled, that's never happened i don't that's not a human reaction no one does that you said earlier it was a cartoonish type movie so of course it's gonna have a cartoonish type reaction 
Yeah, I mean, there's some things that are so cartoony, and that well, not that we need to like rehash. There's some things that are so cartoony, but like another thing. Well, it's very cartoony to be like, oh, I'm falling in love with my abuser. Right. My this random person who's raped me. I'm going to. I'm I'm so into them. Like Pepe Le Pew, always chasing after uh, that poor flipping cat. Oh God, that's a really good. That's a really good example. Pretty really good analogy. Pepe Le Pew. Good analogy. Anything else? One more quick thing. Okay. It took 48 minutes for them, for the nerds, to vow revenge. 48 minutes of a 90-minute movie. We always like to point out when the when the t- when and if the title is evoked in the movie in some way. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> this freaking movie. <sighs> so that about wraps it up. You can find us on a bunch of platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. We're also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. You can find a lot of other great shows there, so check those out. Ooh, like um, for the Landing Party, which is a Star Trek after show, um, the short treks on CBS All Access have been coming out once a month, and we've been talking about those. So by the time this comes out, this episode, Revenge of the Nerds, we may already have another landing party episode out you, you know you know what i have to say to that hmm. two to beam up oh my god once <laughs> you, you're trying to tell me that there's not a star trek podcast out there called two to beam up and there's two people who uh, i don't know that's a good question there's gotta be <laughs> energize <laughs> magic sound i can't do it with my face it's, it's hard i imagine so, um, let's see, where was I now? <laughs> Cosmic as, Potato. As for oh. us, just go to waityouvneverseen.com to find links, social media, and contact information. Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies or TV shows we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching the fire-eating fanatic show, Harry Potter and the Gobbler of Fire. It's the Gobbler of Fire. It's about fire. fire. It's not about fire eating. It's not about fire eating. These are all spoilers. Thanks for listening.